Hey guys, we are back again with another episode of Dynasty Queens. I'm your host, Mia J, and my other lovely host I got with me on the side, Pamela Nicole. What's up? Yes, y'all. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Fashion Nova. Go ahead and check out those fall collections. Tell them Mia J sent you and get that 40% off. Go ahead and scan that QR code right here at the bottom of the screen. Dynasty Queens, Fashion Nova. You already know what it is. <laughs> you guys, I am so super duper excited. We have a lovely, lovely guest. We got the wonderful Leash Green in the building. Welcome Leash to the Dynasty Hi, nice to meet you, ladies. Hey. So Leash, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? Um, well, I come from, my family is from Puerto Rico. I grew up, um, I was, uh, born and raised in Philly. Um, and that's who referred me over to you guys. That's where we know each other from. And then I moved here to Atlanta and started taking over Atlanta. And then here I am. I've been here for like uh, about seven years. Yeah. I've been here for three years, girl. I'm just like, I love it. I'm from Houston, so. You're here too? Yeah, I'm not here in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, man. Well, why are we not in person? Okay. Right, right, right. You gotta come out and check out some of my stuff. Okay. So, you gotta come out and check out some of my properties. Oh. How, did you, how did you get your start? Like, I know that you say you're like an entrepreneur of like many different trades. So, like, what, how did you get your start? What was your first, like, business, I guess you could say? I've been doing all kinds of businesses for a long time. Like, he remembers when I used to do um, these DVD mixtapes. I used to work with unsigned artists and make, like, videos of them, stuff like that. I started off doing that. And then after that, I was doing, like, a collections business for a while and credit repair. Nothing really quite worked. I came over here to Atlanta I started doing, I used to do hair and stuff. So when I came here, I started doing some beauty services. Instead of hair, I started doing, I took a class for like microblading and lashes. And I, I got a little salon suite. That wasn't bringing me en enough money. So I ended up having to, um, I ended up having to figure it all out all over again. And then I, sorry guys, I'm, I'm on a construction site. So bear with me. Um, so what I did was I started buying houses here in Atlanta in January 2019. I bought one and then my mentor is who I met at the closing table. And he was like, well, I can show you how to buy five more of these using the same money. So I ended up um, purchasing another five properties, borrowed off that property. And I can't give you all the sauce because that's going to be part of my mentorship. But I did um, purchase quite a few more properties after that. And uh, before you know it, I had nine properties. And I currently have seven. I did sell two. So I currently have seven. And I have four businesses. Uh, my business grew. I started doing mentorship. I started doing construction. Um, started doing funding. I do business funding as well as investor-friendly funding for people to get into this business. Um, I own a few box trucks, refrigerated box trucks as well. I do have contracts for those, but my main focus, those kind of just, I make money in my sleep off of those. And, but my houses, um, I buy the worst houses on the block. 
I tear them down to the foundation, rebuild them. I do new construction, residential, and commercial. So whether you want your property done by me and my crew, or you want to purchase a property off of me, off market, I can handle all of that. Wow. And of course, the money part. That was quite the introduction, y'all. Okay, Alicia's not playing around in these streets. Okay, multiple multiple businesses, a hustler of many trades, if you will. Goodness. Out of all those yep. businesses that you do have, Alicia, uh, do you have like one that you particularly favor? Like, do you uh, prefer more construction versus all your other uh, jobs that you have? Do you have like a particular favorite? Well, real estate and construction go hand in hand. So I would say that is my favorite and that's what I do the most of because everything else derives from it. So if I build the houses and I rent them out, if I build the houses, make them Airbnbs, production locations, whatever I do with them, they actually come from the actual houses I build. So whether it's project managing for other people or building for myself, it kind of all comes from the same place. So I would say real estate slash construction. That's my main thing. And the others, they're just, um, they're just add-ons. I got you. I got you. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we've ever like met anybody that's like constantly busy. I love that you love money, girl. I'm here for it. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> I just left. I just left Home Depot. If y'all go on my Instagram, not your average preneur, you'll see what I was doing. I was literally in a Home Depot, pulling wood, sheetrock, and all kinds of stuff for one of my clients and roofing materials. So that's what I'm doing now. I have my contractors in the car. And uh, they're ready to go home after a long day, so I'm going to get them home. Um, but I definitely wanted to tap in with y'all and, you know, get to know you, let you um, get to know my business a little bit and things like that. Leash, that is so cool. I love the way that you just, like, talk about your stuff. You're like, you know what? I do this, this, and that. That's what we're looking for. That's what Dynasty Queens is all about. We want to make sure we can showcase, you know, those females that are really out here doing it, you know? Everybody is not just lean on her back for a birthday. <laughs> you know, we actually have Right, that's right. Exactly. And she has so many different hustles, so I, I can't do anything but respect that. Um, so what are like some words of advice that you would give to someone who's looking to get into like um, flipping a house for the first time? Because you did mention you like to get the worst looking property on the block. So what are like, you uh-huh. know, what are the first steps of getting started? Um. Well... I break everything down into my mentorship, but what I would say is the most important is to get educated so that you save money and you can avoid a lot of mistakes because that's what happened with me. I wanted to do it all without, you know, paying anyone. I wanted to skip that process, but me skipping, I think someone wanted like 2,500 for a class. I was like, I'm not paying that. Well, I took almost $200,000 in losses. So, um, I wish I would have paid that. So I, I say definitely do your due diligence. Make sure if you get a mentorship, mentorship is extremely important. But when you do, do your background because there's all these Ponzi schemes and these people on here that act like they got something going on. They'll sit you in a classroom in a hotel conference room for three days and never owned anything, you know? So you got to make sure that you're doing your due diligence on your people. Same way you would do your due diligence before you, you know, you buy a house. You definitely want to know who you're investing in and you want to make sure that what they're doing and their formula works before you go ahead and learn from them also. I like that. Yeah, I can agree. And especially since I know that you're out here in Atlanta like myself. So 
know this city. <laughs> you already know this is home of the play. So it's you have to be careful. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay, Leash. So that is so awesome. Like, I just love, like, girl, you sitting here talking about all your businesses, like, so crisp and just eloquently. Like, <laughs> you a hustler, boo. Nine businesses in a whole. Thank you. So for people that are looking to jump into the flipping the house game, what are, like, a few things they need to know, like, when you're getting started? So... I didn't add on everything I do, but one of the things I do is coaching and mentoring. Those are two things that I do. And the reason why I do them is because it is so difficult for people to uh, just learn this on their own without taking a lot of L's. So I always tell people, don't make the mistake I made. I was like, I'm a very know-it-all kind of person, or at least I'm free from that now. I've been learning how to not do that. But I used to come into things and be like, well, I got this. Because growing up, I was a person that never even had to study and I aced every test. And everyone else used to be so jealous of me because they used to be like, especially my siblings, because they actually had to study. So they went to college. They did things like that. I dropped out in ninth grade and I just figured it out. And I had to go through so many rough patches to get to where I am. Like, you have no idea. So I say this. I, I had that habit of being that way for so long that I felt like I didn't need no help. And even when I thought I needed help, I was in total denial. So I say to people, put your pride to the side, let somebody help you, let someone educate you and let them help you avoid the L's. Why would you want them? It's like self-torture. And I put myself through that. But why? You would say, well, why? I don't know why. I was being cheap. I felt like, why would I spend that twenty five hundred? But then that twenty five hundred could have saved me from losing two hundred, three hundred thousand. I mean, I've lost a lot of money. So just trying to figure it out. So I mean, I charge it to the game because if I was to go to college or some type of school, it would have cost money. So I'm like, okay, this is the the cost to be the boss. But it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. There's a way easier way to do it. And I make it so simple for people. I don't sit them in a classroom in a corner in a hotel lobby or whatever they do. You know, I actually take them out in the field. I'm present, very hands on. I show them what to do. If they're out of town and they can't make it, then, yeah, we'll do a Zoom or they have the option to pay me to come to their city. And I'll do my due diligence on their city. And I'm so good at what I do that by the time I get there, I'll know the real estate market in their their areas in their city better than them. And I'll be able to show them that way. So, you know, people have options and I'm here. You know, there's me. There's other mentors out there. You can you know pick who you want, but definitely pick somebody who you can you can verify actually does what they say they do and they do what you want to do and they can get you to where you want to be. And I can tell you, you back up your ish because you sit there like, look, <laughs> you choose who you want. Just letting you know you're talking to the top dog. That's like, <laughs> that's what I'm Yeah, you're talking to big dog right now. Okay. I was actually <laughs> going to ask you if there's like a lot of competition with like real estate, like agents and, you know, with construction. I know you're doing both uh, sides of it, but do you have any? Like, so I'm, not, I'm not an agent. And a lot of people think I'm an agent. I'm not an agent. I'm just an investor. Uh-huh. I'm an investor. I'm a broker. I broker the loans. Only I can only broker because I'm not licensed as a broker. I only broker hard money loans and private loans. 
private money loans also. And then as far as the properties, I can find off-market properties, but I can't find them anything listed. I do have a network of real estate agents that I'm actually friends with and that I do a lot of business with that I can always refer them over to. But I am not currently um, licensed. I'm not on that side of it. I just have to let everybody know that because I don't want them to think I'm a realtor because I'm not. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You're buying that old property and you're fixing it up and making it somebody's new dream house. That's what you do. Yeah, like I did this one. You can look at this one here. This one here looks crazy. This is all a new construction. Um, this half of the house, the other half isn't. I took it down to the foundation and built it back up, moved some rooms around. Um, as you can see, there's a fireplace with a bunch of construction material in front of it, but that fireplace was a regular brick old fall apart fireplace. I did marble tile on it and got it looking how it looks. Um, and then this whole side of the house I'm sitting on, the kitchen, and part of my master suite is was all carport. So I'm really good at transforming things. I do... Um, you go on my Instagram, not your average preneur. You'll see in my highlights and in my main grid, you'll see a lot of the stuff I do. I'm really good at it, and I've always had an eye for it since I was a kid. I wanted to do this. I just, I come from a really poor background, and I was struggling and hustling my whole life. So the minute that I was able to actually have money to follow my dreams, that's the first thing I did. And it doesn't always take money. I had to learn that. If I would have known now, what I, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have been using other people's money and I would have definitely been way ahead. I only have seven properties. I had nine. Now I have seven. I probably would have been closer to 17, if not 27, had I applied what I learned now back then. But it's never too late. You know, um, I'm still able to, you know, if I wanted to retire at 45, I could. That's in a few years from now. If I wanted to retire at 50, I could, which is doing pretty good, you know. But like I said, I would have started in my 20s. That's when I first start buying. I bought my first property then, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to sell it in a short sale and I was absolutely devastated. So I lost a lot of money there. Um, and then I just waited until my time. I had to realize it wasn't my time. But when it was my time, I went to execution mode and I've been going crazy. I hit the ground running and I can't wait to show people what I know because I just want to see everyone win. And everyone wants to do real estate. I mean, my doctor, my lawyer, I mean, everybody. So, you know, the, the next door neighbor, you know, but everyone, if you ask nine out of 10 people, you ask what stops you, they'll say their credit or money. And there's a way to do it without both. Oh, that's really interesting. You know, you're just saying, <laughs> I just really like everything that you just really pinpointed. And, you know, myself, my dad and his family, they, you know, did like small home flipping and stuff. I like, you know, um, properties in the hood or whatever and made them something nice. But for someone who's really probably taking it to the next level, um, what is like one of the like worst experiences that you've had so far dealing with either, I'm assuming like the process of renovation or perhaps when you were like selling it or whatever. What's like the worst experience that you've had? I'd say it's not the worst now because I've went so much further. But at one time, someone running off with my money um, after I paid them, you know, a good amount of money to start my first property. You know, he did he did the worst job in the world. And then when it came time to come fix it, he didn't. 
Um, that was one experience. Another experience is I built a spa. I went to actually do, when I started doing project management, someone hired me to mentor them and build a spa for them. And then when she met me, she was like, hey, you ever interested in opening one? I actually thought about it, but it was just a thought, you know? And then she was like, well, you should do this one with me. So I actually fell for the okie doke and I put up $25,000 total. It was only supposed to be like $10,000 a piece. It ended up being $25,000. This girl bamboozled me. At the end, she tried to get confrontational and try to trick me off the streets because she definitely was trying it. And um, she wanted me to get Philly on her, but I didn't. I stayed professional. Glad I did because I'm still here to talk about it and I still didn't lose anything I worked hard for. So, you know, I had to handle it like a businesswoman and I just walked away. Everyone says, why didn't you sue her? You worked so hard. It took you eight months to do this project and you did such a great job and this, that, and the third and all the money. You know what? The experience for me is priceless because I now can build a spa, a, a salon, anything with my eyes closed. So it's okay. And then I learned the experience of, you know, what I need to do moving forward if I ever do decide to do a partnership again. That was like my second worst experience. The third worst experience is the way Fulton County here in Atlanta, they have the worst system in place for permitting. And I've been paying a hard money loan, which means you pay interest on repayments. Nothing comes off your principal. I've been doing that for two years on one of my lots trying to get a, a, a permit to build. So if you don't have a permit, they can stop you, stop you in your tracks and you can even get arrested if you keep playing with them and then you get fined. So you don't want to do it. You want to definitely get a permit, especially in certain areas. Um, so I've been trying to get a permit, haven't been able to, and I've been just dumping money into this hard money loan and I can't do anything with the property until they put it through and they've been giving me a really hard time. There was another property that I actually did. Um, it came out great. But the um, the end cost ended up being $57,000 more because of the holding cost for the interest only time that I had to pay every month, like $3,400 for like 16 months while I waited for a permit. So those are probably the most devastating parts of what I do. But you take the good with the bad because then there's other properties, on the other hand, that, you know, I only pay $50,000, 60000 to fix them. Maybe a hundred back, well, back then, because they cost more now. But back when I was starting to buy like a hundred and then I put like 60 into it, now they're worth four, four fifty. Um, so I mean, you take the good with the bad, but there's a lot of bad involved, and that's why I say once again, you want to get with the mentor, you want to get with someone experienced in your, your particular market, so that this way you can learn how to do things properly without taking these losses. Uh, it's not for the week. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> not for the week. We see now. And you have to be great at money management because just imagine if you had to tie up twenty thousand dollars in more between mortgages and paying workers in a month, but you only made fifteen thousand dollars that month. Well, you have to know how to rob Peter to pay Paul, and you know how to you have to not go shopping or vacations or nothing fun for a whole year sometimes. But when you get paid, my paychecks are big paychecks. You know, I might get seventy thousand, might get fifty, might get a hundred. You know, sometimes more, sometimes less. But you know, when I get paid, I get paid. But when I don't, oh, honey, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't say years ago, like so, so much. And I appreciate that because people think, you know, you jump into the flipping game, it's just going to be, you know, all they think about is 
Yeah, but not thinking about all the sweat equity and all the other bullshit that you just told us comes with it. That's a lot. And people wouldn't <laughs> argue about prices so much if they really knew what we really go through. You have no idea. Being in a Home Depot line for three hours oh. just to get like the smallest amount of stuff like is crazy, you know, but... Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You know, I'm on all angles. I'm an investor. Like I said, I do construction for other people. I do funding for other people. I still have to make sure my loans are together. Um, I teach people. I do something called NLP, neurolinguistics programming coaching. Um, I help people tap into their unconscious mind. I help them, um, you know, uh, heal from past traumas to get them to the next level in their business or personalized. I do so much. And I incorporate that with my mentorship program because there's different learning styles. And that's what I learned from the NLP coaching sector. So what I do is I use that to help people um, get, get, get out their own way. You know, a lot of people are in their own way Yes, and they have more excuses than they have solutions. So that's where I come in. So my mentorship isn't just a regular, Hey, I'm reading it off Google or something. I'm taking it from real experience and real expertise also. Like I, I really uncover a deeper layer. And I think a lot of people, like just you saying that with the NLP, a lot of people, like you're saying, are in their way, you know, even financially, whatever it is. Just to have that sense of clarity sometimes is all you need to get ahead in life. So that's awesome that you incorporate all that together, you know? That's right. Absolutely. I want to see everybody win. That's all I want to see because I didn't have anyone to do that for me. Well, I can't say that. Actually, here in Atlanta, I got to say, I've met some of the best quality people. Um, my mentor is one of them. You know, he has done everything he could to see me get in the game the right way. Um, everybody doubted him. They doubted what I was doing. They thought I was insane. I think I picked up five houses my first four months of doing this. And um, they thought I bit off more than I could chew. But you know what? I mean, I'm up for a challenge and I did it. A lot of people would have probably either got foreclosed on or gave up by now. Um, but not me. You know, I just kept going. I kept going. And, you know, I have tunnel vision when I'm focused, I'm focused. And I ask anybody before they join my mentorship program, hey, look, are you ready? Are you 100 percent present? Are you intentional? You know, because I don't want to take on anyone who is not those things. In other words, don't waste my damn time. Period. Don't waste my time or yours. I always say that. I get it. I don't want to take. I don't want to take free money. Oh, see, I could take money and then see. Oh well, they're not. Their success rate it determines. Like you know, I got a face card and I like to keep it clean. So for me, my face card is worth more than money. So I don't want anyone to come and say, "I took her class." Well, I'm not doing it right now, but this and the third. No, I actually have real people, real results. I have people who they might have decided to be a realtor. I have one girl, Maya. Very successful realtor. She's doing amazing. She's a luxury celebrity realtor now. And I mentored her. I'm not a realtor, but I got her to love real estate as much as I do. And she decided to take it to the next level. I have another guy named Chris. He, he picked up a eight unit, you know, building. He's about to build something else now. You know, he, um, he did a br brilliant thing. It's like a, all, all efficiencies. Like I have done so many different things. Um, and so many people are so successful. It's amazing. So that's what I that's what I aim for. Wow. Do you have any plans in the future to branch out of Atlanta, like hit like other major cities, like somewhere in Dallas or you know somewhere? It's funny you said Dallas. 
because Dallas is on my list. I love Dallas. I was just talking about Dallas. I was talking about Nashville. I was talking about Detroit, Kansas City, and St. Louis. Florida's a possibility also, but those are definitely the markets I want to look into. But Dallas, I have been running into so many people that either live in Dallas, migrated to Dallas, are going to Dallas, um, do business there. And I've been talking about Dallas so much. It's crazy that that's the first thing you brought up. Okay, you might as well take it to Vegas. Come to Vegas, too, to see what she can do out here, girl. Oh, yeah, you're in Vegas. Okay, yeah, Vegas is great also. Yeah, definitely. Heck, yeah. That is so awesome. I was also wondering if you were able to talk a little bit about, you kind of touched over it, like, briefly, the unconscious mind, like, with your mentorship program, when it comes to, like, the psychology of it, how does that play a part? So... A lot of people, like I said, they're in their own way. A lot of people might be holding themselves back because they're in insecurities or past traumas. So sometimes when you kind of dig deep and help them uncover that, it's almost like when you unclog a drain, you know, it's, it's a it's a blockage. So sometimes everybody has a blockage and they can't figure out why they can't get to the next level. Sometimes they're holding themselves back and don't even know why. So sometimes it helps. Most times it helps. It, it, it has a really high success rate. You look up NLP, hypnosis, and timeline therapy, you'll see there's a very high success rate amongst those who are fully present and definitely submit to it. You have to submit to it. It's hard to submit, especially for us that have um, more dominant personalities. But if I can do it, anybody can. I have seen amazing things happen in my career and in my personal life since then. That's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. You know, and I yeah. applaud you for, you know, wanting to be out here like you said everybody can eat. and you were out here changing lives showing that you know anybody can do this you know and I respect it and I really do appreciate what you're doing out here I appreciate y'all for having me and appreciate you for listening <laughs> absolutely so what is something that you would like to tell um, young people just like one big thing that you like to tell um young people coming up if they're interested, whether it's construction, um, real estate, whatever it may be in life. Anything is possible and take it from someone who was a high school dropout. I was a felon by the time I was 19 and I thought that I had all the odds against me, but they were not because you are what you make it. So if you say that that's going to hold you back, it's going to hold you back. If you say, hey, I'm going to break these barriers, I'm going to make sure that nothing holds me back no matter what. I'm going to find a way to get around it. Um, go for it. And, you know, the minute you doubt yourself is the minute that you, you might cheat yourself out of some real money. Because there's some times that I thought that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't smart enough to do certain things. And as soon as I, like, put my pride and those doubts to the side, I was able to take myself to levels that I never even knew were possible so anything is possible. I just tell people that and just get up under somebody who can really teach you something. That's all. You know, Leash, I just feel like in the couple minutes that we've had this afternoon, I've learned so much information about like a lot of different industries in a small time. I feel like I'm ready to go to that mentorship program. I'm ready to sign up. So let the viewers know, how can they, how can they be a part of that? Um, they can do one or two things. They can go to the link in my bio and my Instagram, which is not your average preneur, and they can click the link, 
go to my website that way and sign up for a consultation and start there. And whatever they pay for a consultation, whether it be 15 minutes or 30, it does drop off the price of the service they choose because there is different mentorship program um, packages. And then if they don't want to do that and they just want to go straight to the website, that's cool too. It's haywooduniversal.com. So that's H-A-Y-W-O-O-D-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-A-L.com. Fantastic. Leash, thank you so much for just all your knowledge and just, you know, positive words. Letting you know, anybody know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. I really do appreciate mm-hmm. everything you said today. Thank you so much. For sure. Thanks for having me, ladies. It's been a pleasure. And of course, for our viewers, thank y'all so much, of course, for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you can keep up to date with all of our newest episodes as they come along. And of course, in closing, I am Pamela Nicole with the lovely Nia J. And this is another episode of Dynasty Queens. Yeah.